Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of God of all ages, welcome to the City Place Church Podcast. Wherever you are in the world, we thank you for making the time to tune in. Take a moment to get focused, clear your mind, close your eyes, open your heart, and receive what God has for you on this day. City Place. Welcome, those of you who are watching in person and those of you who are watching online. It's the weekend and it's ugly Christmas sweater Sunday. Listen, uh, I just, just so you know, I won't be able to stay in this long because it gets hot. But I hope that you have your ugly Christmas sweater ready to go. And here's what I want you to do. I want you to take an at-home selfie. Come on, take an at-home selfie and post it right here on whatever platform you're on, YouTube, Facebook. Come on, do that right now so that we can see those ugly Christmas sweaters. If you haven't gotten one yet, find something, grab an ornament, a wreath, put something around uh, your neck. But welcome to City Place Church this morning. We believe that God has called our church to be a life-giving church that builds dreams, ignite faith, Establish leaders that win the loss for the kingdom of God. And we've always declared that we're going to have fun while we do that. And so welcome today to City Place Church. So many of you have been watching literally from all across the world. And so we welcome you home today right here at City Place Church. Several things that I want you to be aware of. We've got life-giving services planned for, for all of December. And you don't want to miss any of those services. In fact, um, you're going to be hearing about a special session that I did with Bonnie Daniels. Uh, she is a licensed mental health specialist and clinician. And I just sat down with her for a conversation and uh, we're gonna be sharing when that's going to air real soon. But you're gonna wanna hear because it's all about getting our minds in a place where God can do amazing things. So just keep a lookout for that in the month of December, as well as some of the special things that's happening here in person, online, right here at City Place Church. Well, I don't know about you. I'm excited about God's word. I'm excited about what God is going to say today, what God is going to do. So do me a favor, lean in level 10. Level 10 here means that we remove the distractions. We engage in the message. So let's engage today because I believe that God wants to do something special in your life. And you can follow along with me. We've got notes prepared for you online or our City Place Church app, which you can find at Church Center. You can go to your smart device, your Android, you know, shop or Apple shop, whatever it may be, and download the Church Center app and just look for City Place. And there you'll find all the resources for today. But you can also download today's sermon notes at cityplacechurch.com backslash notes. So are you ready for the word? Are you ready to jump in? Do me a favor. One more thing. After you've got all those resources, will you like today's message and will you share it? I just believe that as we continue to push on into this, uh, this, this message today that God wants to say more and do more. Now, for those of you who hopped on here today and you're like, it's at the movie Sunday. It is at the movie Sunday. And uh, I want you to know due to copyright laws and things like that, we cannot air the clips online with us today. But if you have your Bibles, turn with me. And I'm going to relate a little bit to, to at the movies this morning. But if you have your Bibles, turn with me to Luke chapter 1. Luke chapter one, I hope that you got a chance to lean in last week. And uh, after we say amen, I'm going to shed this jacket because it's hot. Is that, is, is that okay? I'm going to shed the jacket because it's hot. Luke chapter one, Luke chapter one, verse 39 says this. It says, now 
I'm sorry, let's go to verse 36. It says this. Now indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, this is Mary's relative, has also conceived a son in her own age, in her old age. And this is now the sixth month for her who was called barren. For God, for with God, nothing is impossible. Then Mary said, behold, the maidservant of the Lord, let it be according, let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Now Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country of, with haste to a city of Judah and entered the house of Zacharias and greeted Elizabeth. And it happened when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary that the babe leaped on the inside of her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Then she spoke with a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb. But why is it that the Lord would do this and grant me this, that the mother of our Lord could come to me? For indeed, as soon as the voice of your greeting sounded in my ears, the babe leapt in my womb for joy. Blessed is she who believed, for there will be a fulfillment of those things which were told her from the Lord. Let's pray. Father, we love you today. We, we thank you for the opportunity to come around your word as a city place family. Those who are hopping into the family for the very first time and those that have been along for the ride for some time. I pray that your word comes alive, that we lean in to all that you want to say and all that you want to do. I pray that this is not a, mo a motivational speech, but this is real life change happening in each of our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Last week, if you were hanging out with us, and if you didn't, you want to go and check out last week's message, but we jumped into a thought around tis the season, and we went through some things, and we talked about Mary when she had a God encounter where the angel spoke to her and declared to her what was going to take place in regards to the birth of Jesus. But something else happens in Luke chapter 1, where as you read it, we find that God speaks to her cousin, Elizabeth, and declares that as long as you've been waiting for a child, it's also your season to birth purpose, destiny, and a child. And when you read the story, the Bible says that the angel visits her husband and her husband is like, say what? <laughs> My wife and I, we're old. And the Bible says that he was like, you are crazy, angel. And because he didn't believe, the Bible says that the, the angel looked at him and said, hey, listen, um, I need you to keep silent because I can't have any doubt coming out. I want you to fully believe. And at the same time, there's this encounter that Mary's having with an angel, letting her know that the Savior of the world is going to be birthed through her. Well, Mary, in all of her excitement, this is where we pick up in what we read. Mary, in all of her excitement, the angel also says, girl, your cousin is having a baby too. And she's like, I've got to go and see Liz. So she leaves the house. The Bible says she goes to the, to the place of Judah and she gets there and as soon as she knocks on the door, the Bible says that what Elizabeth was carrying, the baby on the inside of her, starts to jump around and is leaping with excitement because of the knock that Mary gave on the door. And it says that upon the greeting, hey, Liz, it's me, her house was filled with joy. Her house was filled with joy. If I can take you into 
to just kind of the story of, and just imagination of the Bible coming to life. Can you imagine holding on to something for a long period of time and going through the seasons where it felt like it would never happen? The Bible says that Elizabeth was barren. And based on the response of her husband, they had been barren for a long time. In fact, it says that they, she was in her old age. Can you imagine, and maybe you're there, where you're holding on to a promise. Maybe you're, you, you've been holding on to that prayer request. Maybe you've been holding on to that, 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 that glimmer of faith that Jesus talked about where he said, if you have a mustard seed of faith, I can move mountains. Maybe you've been praying and asking God to show up for you. Remember, we said that 2020 is not over yet. I'm going to say that until y'all go, 2020 is not over yet. God can still do. What, what, what is it that you've been holding on to that you almost let go of? See, Mary goes and knocks on her cousin's house and her cousin gets filled with joy because the moment had come. Remember, we said that this was the season last week where God has favored you. Remember that? And we removed the fear and the worry. You got to check it out. Trust me, it was a great message, even though I was the one that was communicating. I felt like it was good. I don't know about y'all. Give me an amen if last week was good. He tells her, your favor. She goes over to her cousin's house and the Bible says that she's no longer barren. She is now in a season where the thing that she thought was impossible became possible. Can I just pause for a second? and tell you. This is what I believe the Lord wants me to tell you. When I read that story, I feel like if we're going to stay with the, just the declaration of what God would declare to you, I feel like this is the season by which God wants to shift you from being barren to fruitful. I believe that God wants to shift you from having a barrenness of mind into a mindset that God can do for me, what seems impossible. I, 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 are you with me? God, this is a season. Tis the season. You have to bounce back to last week and just piggyback and just build upon it. This is a season. Tis the season where God wants to move you, shift you from barrenness to being fruitful. In 2020, have you toggled with some things? Have you, have you toiled with some things? feeling like you haven't produced much. Well, let me tell you, from now, this Sunday, to the end of this year, God is moving you and shifting you to a place of, from barrenness to fruitfulness. Here's the thing that's amazing. Zacharias and his wife Liz had a different outcome than Mary. Mary's baby came from the Holy Spirit, came from God himself. Boom. But watch this now. Liz and Zach had to practice. They had to receive and continue to try to cultivate the dream, the purpose, the promise, what God had declared until 
God's word was fulfilled. Damon, what are you saying? I am declaring to you, we have been declaring as a church that God will show up for us in 2020. What you and I cannot do, we can't just sit back and go, well, God, you better hurry up and do it. No, you and I have got to continue to practice. We've got to declare God's promise. We've got to receive God's promise. We have got to say, God, this is for me. God, I believe your word. God, you, dis- you said it. I believe it. That settles it for me. Zacharias got wind that it was time for them to birth a baby. And he went home and practiced. Are you with me? Sometimes when you have a promise, like 2020 is not over, God has favored you. Remove fear and doubt. Pursue the presence of God so that you can find favor like we talked about. This is the season to believe like we talked about last week. Now I'm declaring to you that this is a season where God wants to shift you from being barren to fruitful. But watch now, you have to practice. You have to pursue the presence of God. You have to pursue the promise of God for your life. You have to know more of God's word. You got to, I said this last week, you got to fast and pray like nobody's business. Not next year, this year. Why? Because God in this season of your life is shifting you from being barren to fruitfulness. Barrenness is the ability to, the inability to carry and conceive what is your heart's desire or a promise. It's the inability to carry legacy. God said, I'm shifting that. Are you with me? Come on, somebody like it. Pray your hands, no matter where you're watching. What's up? Shout out to everybody on YouTube. Come on, YouTube, make some noise. Well, I'm giving you, like, you can, like, do the ear thing if you want. This is the season where God is shifting you, moving you from barrenness to fruitfulness. Here's what I realize, and the angel tells this to her. He says, God has given your cousin a baby. And he says, for with God, nothing is impossible. Like, if you think about it, God can do it. If, if you think about it, he can exceed that. If you get to a Red Sea and all you have is a staff, God will use that to separate the water so that you can walk. If you need to feed 5,000 people, God will use and take some bread and some fish to make it happen. With God, nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible. God can blow your mind between now and and December. For those of you who have been praying for healing, come on, from barrenness to fruitfulness. Nothing is impossible with God. I wrote this down and I want you to write this down. It's impossible for nothing to occur when God is involved. It's impossible for nothing. How come ain't nothing happening? It's impossible for nothing to happen or to occur when God is involved. Here's what Matthew chapter 19, 26 says. Jesus looked at them and said to them, with men, it's impossible. In your strength, it's impossible. When you try, it's impossible. But with God, watch now, all things are possible. Come on, can you say all? 
in the comment section right there. I'll wait for you. Can everyone just type in all? Come on, say all. Not some, all. This is Jesus talking. And I feel like if Jesus said it, I'm going to settle right there. Come on, somebody. Mark chapter 9, verse 23 says, Jesus said unto them, If you can believe, all things are possible to him that believes. Can I ask you a question? Do you believe that God still has time in 2020 to make the impossible possible for you? Do you believe it? Here's my second question. You ready? Watch this. I'm going to give you I'm going to give you 30 seconds. What has 2020 taught you? What has 2020 taught you? We, 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 we were spending time with our with our team, our volunteers, our team. We call them the dream team because none of this is made possible without them. And believing in the vision and believing in you. And we asked them, what has 2020 taught you? And we had we had responses such as trusting in God not trying it on my own, that I need to have a plan, that I need to set aside provision, that we need so many different responses. But what has 2020 taught you? Here's what I realized. I realized that 2020 has taught me that God will sustain me. I've learned from myself that in 2020 that there were some places in my relationship with God where I wasn't deep enough. I didn't put in enough time with God to put my roots deep. I realized that, I realized that God can bless me in the middle of craziness. Nothing is impossible with God. If God's involved, there will be something, watch, that shifts. Are you here? You with me? Are you getting anything out of this? Come on. Last week I asked y'all what's your favorite breakfast. Did y'all like? And then somebody, somebody responded, that came out of nowhere. No, I just wanted to try to get to know what you like. That was it. Don't worry, I might ask you something else. Did y'all post those Christmas, ugly Christmas sweater photos? Come on, post them down. I I want to take a look at them. I wrote this down. If this is a season where God's shifting, from barrenness to fruitfulness and the impossible, God wants to push aside to fulfill. From, remember, now to the end of the year. I wrote this down and, 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 and I, want you to, I want you to hear this. I'm going to rattle a couple of things I felt like God just dropped. Watch this. Now is not the time to reason with the devil or listen to his nonsense. Did y'all like that nonsense? Now is not the time to listen to the devil or reason with his nonsense. We have to have a one track mind that God, you just told me this is Liz talking. You just told me I'm having a baby. Let's do this. Mary comes, knocks on the door and confirm it. Let's go. If God said it, that settles it for me. So as you're believing God from now for the things that you've been praying for, we don't have time to reason with the devil. So many of you have spent all of 2020 and most of 2020 allowing the enemy to tell you what the Lord won't do and what he can't do. Not this month. Not not, not over the next weeks of this year. We don't have time to reason with the devil or listen to any nonsense. 
This is a time for you to get into God's word like never before. Wrote this down. The devil will try to steal every bit of your joy through life circumstance and people. Can you imagine Mary and Liz? And some of you have been holding on to your own promise. I'm sorry, not Mary and Liz, but, but Liz and her husband, Zach. Holding on to faith, but almost throwing in the towel. But then out of nowhere, God says, this is the season where I'm shifting you from barrenness to fruitfulness. I'm here to tell you that this is your season. Tis the season where God shifts. Tis the season. Write this down. Tis the season to cry out. Tis the season to cry out to God. Tis the season to go after God like never before. Tis the season to say, God, you're fully able, you're fully capable to do more than I can ever imagine or, or think. I don't want to limit you. I want to give you every single thing that I have. I am crying out to you. To, this is the season to not hold back once God starts speaking to you. And I'm telling you, here's, me, here's what I'm giving you from the Lord. This is a season where God wants to shift from barrenness to fruitfulness. So now is the time to go, God, you have declared for me that my season of barrenness is finished. And watch now. Remember Zach and Liz, they had to practice. And I am choosing that I am going to chase after your presence. I'm going to chase after your promises. I'm going to chase after your face and, your, and, and, and who you are, not your hands. But God, I'm not going to let you go. Tis the season to cry out to God. I wrote this, God will do whatever it takes to get to you. I love the fact that God sent an angel to Mary's house, and sent an angel to Elizabeth's house to declare that this is your season. And I'm going to, I told you guys this last week, I'm going to continue to declare this to you until we all grab hold of the fact that this is my season. The tangible things, guys, they're, all, they're, they're awesome. We, we, we all like those. But tis the season to really have the full presence and power of God. Tis the season. And I thought about this as we get ready to, to wrap up today. I thought about the breath of fresh air that Mary and Elizabeth felt. I was thinking about the weight that Elizabeth and Zacharias must have had. I, 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 I was wondering the pressure that they carried for the whole time that they were holding on to the promise of God, holding on to the desire. I wonder what it felt like when they were birthing the baby. Last week, when we were wrapping up, I gave you a challenge. And I asked you, and I said, that tis the season to believe, or to believe again. And as I was reading and preparing for our time today, for those of you who are in person and those of you who are online, all of us as a City Place family, I felt like if we believe, then it's also time to live. It's also time to live. 
You know, in the movie today that you're going to see online, we're talking about It's a Wonderful Life. And I don't want to give it all away, but there's a moment in there where the main character, George, wants to live again. And as I encourage you today, I want to encourage you to believe, that's from last week, but I want to encourage you to live again. Like 2020 has thrown some blows, right? But what if we make up in our mind that this is the season where God is shifting from barrenness to fruitfulness to where if God's going to do the impossible, God, do it for me. I'm not going to hold back. I'm going to cry out to God in advance. I'm going to praise God like never before. I'm going to declare the fact that my life was one way, but God changed my life. If God does that, then I'm going to live. I am going to live. I am going to experience the fullness of who God is. If God is doing something in me, I'm not just going to ask him for the next thing. No, I'm going to live like never before. Why? Check this out. Here's why. It's because in, let me find it, John chapter 10, verse 10. Jesus says, the thief comes, but only to steal, kill, and destroy. But I've come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. I've come that you might have life and you might have it more abundantly. We want to live again. The Bible says that as soon as Elizabeth was greeted by Mary, the Bible says that she was filled with the Holy Spirit. And the Bible says in Galatians chapter 5, 22 through 23, it says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faith, gentleness, self-control. There's no law to that. That's what the Bible says. So if the Holy Spirit is, is invading our space. Let's live. Jesus said, I've come to give you life and to give you life more abundantly. Let's live. Let's live like never before. In these last few weeks of 2020, let's be crazy about the presence of God. Let's have a joy in our home, even if we sometimes don't feel it. Let's look around and say, God, you've been faithful here. I'm going to celebrate you here. I'm going to live. And then as I live, he's going to cause me to live more abundantly. But here's the thing. Jesus is the only one that can give the life. The Bible says, watch, Mary receives a promise from God. You have to read Luke chapter 1. She receives a promise from God. She runs over to her, cousin, her cousin's house, and as soon as she says, Liz, it's Mary, the Bible says that the greeting that Mary had because she had the life of Jesus on the inside of her caused the life that was on the inside of Liz to get more and more amped. And the Bible says that she was filled with the Holy Spirit. Oh, the Holy Spirit gives you life. The Holy Spirit refreshes you. The Holy Spirit, the Bible says, is the spirit of truth. 
the Holy Spirit packs so much fruit. The Bible says that nothing can contain it. Here's the season for God to shift you from barrenness to fruitfulness. Are you with me? Can we believe God in a radical way to invade our space? Can we cry out in this season like we've never had before and give God our very, very best? I mean, let's empty ourselves out with our worship, with our praise, and chasing after the presence of God. And then let's live, y'all. I want to see some pictures. Y'all like just doing something that's fun. Just causing the atmosphere to shift. You got to practice. Remember I told you? Causing it to just go, I am going to see God fulfill what he promised me this year, even while it looks like I'm still ignoring an obstacle. Silencing the noise, because I ain't got time to reason with the devil. He's going to continue to chase. He doesn't want us to grab the promises of God. I am not spending time there listening to nonsense. I'm going to trust God, and I'm going to believe God in this season of my life. Here's some homework. I wrote this down. I'm giving you some homework. You ready? Yeah, homework. I'm giving you homework because I want us to grab hold of everything that God's promised. If we're moving from barrenness to fruitfulness, I want to give you a task on how we're going to practice. We're going to practice in God's presence. We're going to practice in his word. We're going to practice in our declaration. We're going to practice in prayer. But I want you to do some tangible things. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to list what you do have. I want you to look around your life right now and I want you to celebrate what you do have. I want you to make a physical list and then I want you to celebrate what you do have because we're going to keep moving. So I'm celebrating and I wrote this down. I'm celebrating the fact that I got Taisha, my wife, David and Noah, my boys, my parents. My, I live in Orlando. I've got a home, transportation, food. I've got Jesus. I'm going to celebrate and I'm going to cry out. Why? Because I'm going to practice the shift into being fruitful. I'm going to practice living and I'm going to look around. I'm going to say, he gave me that. I celebrate God for this. That's mine. And he did it. Because I recognize that tis the season for what God's going to do. Tis the season for God to shift you and for you to live again. Jesus said, I've come to give you life and to give it to you abundantly. I've come to give you life and to give it to you more abundantly. Can I tell you that true living, true living has to involve Jesus. And right where you are, you're watching me. And I'm so excited because I love those of you who that's been reaching out saying, I accept Jesus. I want to know him. I celebrate you. But there's some of you who are watching right now who need to live. You need to live. And some of you need to live again. And Jesus said, hey, life is found in me. The Bible says that a relationship with God is simple. You're going to have to give him your life, but you're going to get all of his. 
The Bible says that Jesus Christ died. He was born. He died on a cross. He stayed in the grave for three days like he said he would, and he came out, and he resurrected, res resurrected, and he brought you and me salvation. And the Bible says that if you confess with your mouth and if you believe in your heart that Jesus Christ died and rose again, the Bible says that he comes in and becomes the Lord of your life. Today, it would be my high honor if I can just pray with you, if I could present Jesus to you. It would be my high honor if we can share this moment together right where you are. I'm going to pray a simple prayer and our, our team and our church, we're, we're praying for you. We've been, we've been excited about this moment above all else when we can both share the life that Jesus gave. I'm going to say a prayer and I just want you to pray it after me. Are you ready? Come on. Full faith. Full faith. You ready? We're going to cry out. We're going to declare. That was one of the things that we said this is the season to do. Here we go. Let's pray. Dear Jesus. Come on, say it after me. Dear Jesus. Today, I acknowledge that you died for me and you rose again. Shift me to fruitfulness. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, City Place. Can we make some noise right where you are? Come on, make some noise for Jesus. Make some noise for Jesus. The Bible says that when one person... Meets Jesus, all of heaven throws a party. And so for those of you that made that decision, congratulations on the decision you made today. Here's the next step. You can either text to let us know that you made the decision to follow Jesus, or you can fill out a virtual connect card at cityplacechurch.com and let us know the decision that you made. I promise you that the decision you made today is the greatest decision you ever make in your life. So we celebrate you today. And as filling out that card and letting us know the decision you made, my wife and I, we're going to send you a, a note and send you some next steps on how we can come around you as a church to cheer you on. Or if you're living in another area, we would love to connect you with a local church in your area so that you can continue to grow in your relationship with God. Come on, City Place. Can we make some noise? All of you that are watching in person, make some noise. And those of you who are watching online, well done today. Well done. Well done. Man, I love getting the chance to celebrate the decision that people make in their relationship with God. The final thing we're going to do today is we're going to worship the Lord with our giving. I believe that God has called our church, and we say it all the time, to live to give. We have positioned ourselves to be open-handed in the kingdom of God. And I just want you to know that right now as I'm talking to you, we're gearing up to support a local family right now during this Christmas holiday that have lost the majority of their belongings and their home to a fire. Our church meets at Vista Lakes Elementary and we received an email uh, this week of just some needs for the family. And so as a church, you, you, you are going to be meeting a need for uh, a family um, just this upcoming week that needs to just experience the love of God. And so I want to thank you for partnering with City Place and trusting the Lord and worshiping Him through your tithe and your offering. I just want you to know that we're going to steward God's kingdom finances well, because why? Because we live to give, and we want to make Jesus famous, and we want people to experience the kindness and the love of Jesus. 
So as you give today, our teams put up the information. I'm going to pray. All right, let's pray. Father, we love you today. We thank you that as we give, God, we honor you. We thank you that you have allowed us to be a funnel for your goodness and to be able to just worship you. Thank you for those lives who were changed today. I thank you that this truly is the season where you move us from being barren to being fruitful. I pray that we'll cry out to you like never before. And most of all, I know that 2020 has had some ups and downs, but I just declare that we're going to live. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey, City Place, I love you. Can't wait to see you again right back here. Love y'all. See you soon. Thanks for joining us. If you've been encouraged by this message, be sure to subscribe to the City Place Church podcast. And we want to hear from you. Post a picture on any of your social media outlets with the hashtag CityPlaceChurch to be a part of the conversation. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.